This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome out live to the Holy Grail Banks. This is the Red Wolf League Show brought to you by Budweiser UDM. We've got a great show ready to get Stove League season started, and uh, what better way to start it off than with the guests that we have today? First of all, we've got a great crowd that has shown up at the Banks for our first show. With Jim Day, I'm Tommy Thrall. We'll welcome in our guest in a moment. We're talking Reds baseball over the next. We'll take your phone calls a little bit later on. And a lot to get to in this young hot stove league season. And Jim, what, what better guest to start off the show? Uh, are you None better. By the way, Tommy, I know you did some uh, hot stove last year in Arizona, yeah. but welcome officially. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And be here. It Certainly is a pleasure and, to be uh, We are just merely mortals. Yeah. yeah. And sitting to let's get on with the show, all right. Ladies <laughs> like, and gentlemen, National either. Baseball Hall of Famer, Reds Hall of Easy. Here he is Johnny. <laughs> what is Arguably the greatest catcher to have the game. Welcome in Johnny Bench. Yeah, thank you very much. The true goat. Yes. Great. It's this is great. And look at this crowd. They always it's still hope uh, runs amok. So we were writing <laughs> of this. We're still hoping and everything else. Great a lot of great ones here. And of course Holy Grail is a great place to have it, right across from Butte Statue. And then there's a uh, what is what statue what, you talk? Uh, that one over there, but this oh. other one is a what do they what is Joe He calls it a sculpture. Sculpture, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe this afternoon and said I said, I'm doing this. He said, You see my shirt? <laughs> They had to go away from everyone else, and you, you do have the biggest over there. By I do, and it's covered. Yeah. That's the only one that's covered. I know. I've got one in Oklahoma. Sparky came uh, to Oklahoma City, and it's dedicated feet tall, and they're dedicating the statue in Sparky. On behalf of me and all the pigeons, I'd like to thank <laughs> for, for building this statue. Uh, you had a busy day because the Reds today announced, made the announcement that Billy Joel We'll be having uh, a concert at Great American Ballpark. Everybody know that? December 11th, 2020. Billy Joel fan, it had to be cool for you to make the intro. I am. I'm kinds of fans. I grew up with my brothers, you know, belt loops off when the Big Bopper and the uh, Little Richard and Richie Valens and all of them were singing. So I grew up with Rocking else, and I had a television show called uh, Johnny Ben P, and a lot of my guests were all country artists and so listening to country. And now I've got eight, 10 and 11-year-old boys. And we listened to Imagine Dragons and uh, well, 21 uh, Pilots. Did they ask who when you told them you were going to announce a Billy Dirt? Yeah, yeah, it was, it wasn't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, did, uh, have you seen Billy Joel in concert? I don't no. go to concerts. I don't, no. I really, I'm not big on crowds. I mean, I got a TV and a bathroom <laughs> and, you know, but I did go see uh, Zach Brown the other in Florida. That was that, a good show. That's a good show. I saw seeing John Denver. And that really, uh, most one of the most, I don't know why, it just hit me. He was in Montreal, and he got out there and placed, the band left, and he sat there with that acoustic guitar. And, you know, I just listen to music. I mean, I'm constant to music. At my age now, I have Sirius XM, and one of my main channels now, Doctor Candle. <laughs> I listen, I, I'm in. That was a joke, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little slow. A little doctor. <laughs> I, I was telling you before the show that I was just I was your appearances on Hee Haw. How many people remember Hee Haw? The older generation. 
I was forced to watch that show as a kid. But you were on there singing, which was amazing. What was the, what was the song? Who sang it? I mean, who, who was the one that recorded it? Um, trying to remember what song. Come on, it was Jim Croce. Yeah. I mean, how many people, I mean, Grace. You don't miss, I see I can't sing it because. Leroy Brown, down with yeah. Jim. Do, 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 can't do, sing it too do, much, do, the rights beast. Right. But. Welcome, man. Hey, thank you. I hey, appreciate congratulations. That. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. Got some new blood. Everything's going to happen. You got a great voice. Yes, I do. Yes, I have a great voice. <laughs> you know, you can really go into that radio voice. How does he talk? Hi, honey. No, no. I'd like a steak with a plate uh, on the side. And then I'd like it. Is that the way it works? <laughs> I guess. You creatively got away from me talking about you singing. You're nicely done. You're such a pro at being interviewed. What would be this on September so 11th? Lost on him. That's <laughs> September 11th. Finally, coming around. 20. I'm calling for it now. Can we have a Billy Joel John duet on stage during the con? That's what I'm calling for right now. That's what the people. You know, I don't know how much longer you're going to have this job if you stuff, okay? <laughs> I, en I enjoyed being with you tonight and last. Well, amazingly, I've been able to hang on with this face on television, yeah. so. Well, sag behind you, right there with you. Exactly, no doubt about that. Let's talk baseball or something. Right, I mean, it's because this is it, uh, the start of a new 2020, and we're going to need a little opportunity and everything really else is. and see what happens. Thoughts? <laughs> well, we got We need more than a Band-Aid. Right now we got to turn. we got to have some Band-Aids. we got to <laughs> have something that happens, and you got to have some healthy people. you got to have pitching. you got to develop your system, and you can't, uh, you know, you got to play play, and you got to play smart baseball. But we've had the offense have really not picked up and – It'll be interesting to see. We've got a lot of faith in our young kids. We've got to get a bullpen that works. I mean, how many games did we, did we lose between the second inning? In the second well, half, more than they would like, obviously. And there were many games in which the office failed to come through when they had the starting pick uh, early on in the season. And it was a combination of and bullpen, no doubt. You're the new guy. Well, I was going to ask, ask you. Did, you know, you've been a part of teams, obviously, the hump and, and found ways to win. How, what is the big process when you have to figure out, okay, you being a team that's that's struggling or marginal to a team that it can truly win. I, you know, I don't have to get over the hump. I mean, when I started out, we had Lee May and Tess and Pete Rose and Joe and Tommy Helms and stuff and for Joe Morgan and Cesar Geronimo. And so, we had, you know, we had the basis. And then we put little pieces here and there. We had to fill in some bat second. We had to sit, you know, somebody that came off the bench and filled it. You're not going to see the greatness that we had. And you have to find people that fit in. And I don't. But the minor league has to be the, the thing where we're bringing up people that, I mean, you see organizations, their pitchers come up from the minor leagues and immediately throw like seven innings of no-hit ball, and they're, they're, they're ready to go, and we just haven't reached that point yet. So um, I'll be it'll be an interesting to see if we do any free agency. You can buy people, but you can't necessarily fit into the team. You know, a, a person has to stand, this is my role. I'm going to come off the I can live with that. But a, a second-place hitter is the eighth-place hitter. And you've got to put people in positions to play them. I mean, we've got 900 different lines. Uh, you know, you've got to have guys that are players play every day, and then you've got to have pieces that at times when that poor guy is so tired, he can't play after a <laughs> <right> game. <laughs> the concept you're really well familiar with, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 54 days in a row without a day off, so I'm not really separate no, guys that need a day off. I can't off. imagine. Just a little bit old. We like that. Believe me, I have plenty of old school in me and times where I'm like, why isn't this guy playing? <laughs> but uh, that is a different story. Can well, you I, don't, you know, I don't think they can. I saw our young catcher named Stevenson. Mm -hmm. You know, he was the number one draft choice a yep. few years ago. And I looked at his and everything else. He's six foot four, two twenty five. He had one. And then I, there actually, I lived down and I went up to Abacoa where they, where they 
the Louis Cardinals have a Florida State League team. Uh, it's the West Palm Cardinals, and they play Daytona, uh, the Arc minor league team. Right. And I went to see you know, I just went to see the kid. I wanted to see what he was. I go whenever they're in town, watch them. And I just grabbed him. I, and they said, I sing today. And he said, no. He, you know, he said, he needs. I just went to him. I said, you're not getting enough. And if they try to take you out of the lineup, you come right then and there, you're playing. There's no more than days off. You're going to be out there playing every day. Well, he went and he had floor in the air. He really league. turned it on yeah. big time. But, you know, you can find an excuse anywhere. You can find it in the training room. Stay out of the training room, on the field. Yeah, you hurt. So what? You ate it. But you find out that when you play, you act warm. And you find out more about yourself. So you just have to, you know, tough it out. we got to get above the, the, you know, the, that line that we have to have and start closing some games. Can you stick around to the bottom of the hour? No? <laughs> All right, Johnny Bench has uh, been a terrific. Oh, game. hell, what the heck? All right. He's gonna, now, by the way, we're going to be taking your calls. 513-797-1000 is the number. 537-497-1000. More with Johnny Bench on the other side. You're listening to the Red Stove Lead live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented Wiser and UDF. Welcome back into the Red's Hot Stove League, live from the Holy Grail Banks, presented by and UDF, along with Jim Day. I'm Tommy Traw, and we are delighted beyond words to be joined by Johnny Bench. I don't think we have to say arguably. I think we can just say the greatest catch time. How about that? All right. Say yeah. that about your wife, you know. <laughs> Tell your wife she's arguably yeah. the best wife That's ever. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, but, no, hey, uh, you, you've got big of part of the responsibilities of uh, being having the career that you you get to go be a part of the uh, Gold Glove celebration. I, I do. And tonight, actually, I'm going to leave here in just a little bit. We've got an event over here at the Reds Hall of Fame. Uh, everybody been to the Reds Hall of Fame so far? Well, that's you have it. It's brand new. We just had a new renovation. It's nominal. And uh, we have uh, seven people come tonight, Jimmy. To, uh, 78. Seven people. Owners. I, I, I made a donation. Myself. And we have a bench level, they say, and then above. And, and we're going to all get together tonight uh, and honor them or at least appreciate them. Tomorrow I go up to uh, New York for the Gold Gloves. Mm -hmm. I get to present the Gold Gloves to the which is Roberto Perez from Cleveland, who's winner's one, and JT Realmuto, which is an Oklahoma kid. Right. And he's, uh, it's his first one. And the, the thing is, he's the most famous guy in the family. He's got three uncles, and he's from Oklahoma. He's got three uncles. John Smith won two gold medals, all the NCAA titles. His two other uncles, the NCAA titles in wrestling. Wow. And it was such a, I appreciate this, but... When he was talking about it, he was the youngest one went in last into their Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. <laughs> they would they would separate all the food, all the furniture to the wall, and they would wrestle on the rugging room. And and he went to and he had all these rug burns and everything on him. And the team, you know, what's going on? It's your house. Well, my older brothers and I are wrestling in the uh, living room. You know, well they're bigger than you are. Yeah, but we wrestle and everything else. What are they doing? Said, well, she's keeping time. <laughs> What's your dad doing? He's referee. <laughs> so you didn't break anything. But uh, it's always, you know, these guys are amazing. The defensive prowess they have. Uh, we can talk about, and then we can talk about the good things that happened this year. Suarez and his, you know, his on the home run, My on Georgia's home run record. But what a great year he had. Well, and I, I want to get into that, but I, I want to talk while we're on the topic. It seems like there, there's constantly aspects of position that are valued more and more different years pitch framing something that is, is really in vogue now. i mean if i hear pitch framing one more time <laughs> i mean if we did what these catchers are doing jerking it back 
Oh my God, we never get a we'd, strike call. We'd get tossed out of the game. Actually, you would get threatened if they did. If you just moved it a little bit, and you know this pitch framing. I saw a few you probably saw it on YouTube since you watch it so much. <laughs> Won't you watch something that's beneficial instead of me singing around with Jim? Hey, man. This 10-year-old kid jumped up in the air and caught it in the air and then back down into the middle of the strike zone. This, oh, come on. I always respect when a catcher grabs uh -huh. one out of the dirt and tries to. Yeah, that's always a nice exactly. touch. Well, framing, yeah. it, framing is putting the biggest part of your glove over the plate right. to be able to catch it in the web. So you might be able to steal a couple in. And the same thing when you turned it over here. You caught it like this, or you caught it upside down. So the glove was covering the plate. And, but we had umpires that would just, I mean, they would scream at you when you even asked it or when you did something. And today, it's like, it's fine. And now if, you, if a catcher set up on the outside part and the pitcher throws it inside, it gets away from him, the catcher has to reach out, either inside or outside, mm -hmm. over the strike zone. They don't get the call because it didn't where the catcher was A lot wanting. of times it happens. The umpires, are, the umpires are really good, but we're so... You know, we've got boxes now that they're supposed to, you know, be in that frame. I've never figured out how that angle, angle camera goes around the pitcher. Because it's straight it's on, on the box. It's uh, on the well, screen. I'll, I'll get in trouble with the people. It, it also it. sounds like uh, whether we're ready for it or not, automated strike zones are, are, are very just announced that that will be experimented in the minor leagues as soon as. And so that that is something where it, it get your favorite word, pitch framing. That may be a thing of the past couple of years anyways. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, their technology is amazing the way they can do things and everything. I think you've got to have umpires. Uh, you know, it's always better, greater or lesser umpires. Some of, them are, some of them are not as good or they, you know. When you're calling 250 or 300 pitches, you know, there's going to be some questions. But slow-mo and you frame down and everything else and you sect it, you can pretty well, you know, change almost any call. I don't want to get ticked off at a machine. <laughs> I want a physical person there to get mad at. I mean, they do. Come on, man. I understand, but it's like you get mad at a machine. Uh, what is your general question, but your general impression of today and the position as opposed to when? They're awesome. They are awesome. What makes them awesome in your mind? Well, they're, they're just as anybody. But the thing is, if you don't get a catcher that leads home runs, or RBIs, or he's batting flying up, you're never going to assume that he's very good because mm -hmm. he doesn't put numbers. If you drive in 100 runs and you're defensive, they think, wow, this guy's unbelievable. You look at these guys. You watch the World Series. You watch the play. I've never seen so many balls in the dirt in my and These guys were phenomenal. Nobody knows how good these guys were at blocking these pitches, everything else. And I started in the minor leagues, bounced it in the dirt. I threw it back harder than he threw it to me. Because I don't want any more. I don't want to bounce it in the I don't want to bend down. I don't want to squat. You got an escort out here, Bobby. It looks like red stockings are outside ready to escort you to the street. Well, See uh, out here? Well, they're probably yeah, here for our event. It's yep. pretty special. No doubt Absolutely. about it. They're waiting for Johnny Bench. Music is starting. appreciate That's you. It? Come up. You That's want to it. hang out? I got a few more minutes because it doesn't look like there's a lot of guests waiting yes, on the, the bonus man. <laughs> Rob Butcher. We've got more events coming up. 513-749-7 is your number. Back after this, Red's Hot Stove presented by Budweiser and UDM. Welcome back in the Red's Hot Stove Show. We're live at the Holy Bank or Holy Grail Bank by Budweiser and UDF. Jim and I with John Bench. And now it's time for you to go on the grill. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so what changes have been far? What changes need to be made? What do you, that we have to address before we get to training? Well, one of the things you were talking about. Put him on the spot. I love kidding. Uh, well, you're next. One of the oh. things that, uh, that you got earlier is you wanted to see improvement, especially to pitching and, and on the development side. So when guys up to the big league level, they're, they're big league ready. And I think bringing in a guy like, 
Kyle Bodie, uh, a guy that, that will take over. And he is pitching coordinator in the minor leagues. He's a guy that's proven track record of guys that, are, that have already had the major league level, even on an independent side. Uh, Didn't I, we do that last year when we had the guy that was proven, and then we the year before when we had somebody, and then we had, <laughs> then we had the guy that was supposed to be there for 17 years and never developed. Well, the then we have a new hitting instructor, which didn't help the instructor. <laughs> so let's just figure out what we really need. This is great. I'm so glad that he went your way first. Wow. Yeah. The coals are hot. I love it. But I, I, I love outside the bus. We'll see right. how it works out. No, I mean, you're you, you've been there long enough. You interview the guys. Right. I mean, you have you're, to be there, and you have chasing. But there has to be. You know, and the Reds are committed to it. I mean, you hear about, you know, Nick and, and, and yeah. Dickie and talking about things we really need to address and what we need to do. Let's see how, much, watching it. how much longer do we have in this segment because there's a lot. Um, <laughs> the, the, the good news. The good you ever news, see draft? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just the facts, ma'am. <laughs> <Just laughs> All right, the facts are that a lot of teams would love to start again. If they don't trade him, that they'll go into 20 with Castillo and with Gray and with Bauer. The way Di Scalfani came on, and you throw on Tyler Malley, perhaps they sign a starting pitcher. Offensively, you need work in the bullpen. You don't need, you need two or three, and uh, one or two of them better be lit because all they have is Amir Garrett, and that's it. And he's off in the second half. Of did, but he so they need so two or three. Absolutely, need two or three arms in the bullpen. Offensively, if you look at it, if you ask me, you've got positions that are locks. Maybe three if you don't do anything. Else. Give you one. Third Go base ahead. and first base. No. Well, first base because. I understand. I understand who he is. Third base, Suarez lock if he stays right. there. Catcher, if they don't do anything, a catch Tucker Barnhart behind the plate. But you got to have production. I agree. I'm and saying. he found some new things, he says, and everything else. You're saying that's why I said two locks. So the positions to me, if you can upgrade in any way, free agency or trade, you do it. And so you, you have you major the money? I think they're going to have some money. I do. I, I don't know how much, but I think they're. This is me talking, maybe $25 million, that's what you're saying. That's what million dollars. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You know what? I thought about making a comeback, but I pulled a muscle back <laughs> the other day, and it set me so. Yeah. So, all right. So, you're new to this, and a lot of people know about you. I have no clue. Right, right. Yeah. Unless you had to borrow glasses because you, you can't see tonight. Don't all right. There. So, yeah. let's, just, let's just say, where did you come from? Came from Pensacola. The Reds, at the time, was the Reds double A team. Did you have a life before that? I mean, you went to college? <laughs> I did. Sports? Yeah, well. Did you broadcast right away? Pretty much. Did you learn this voice while you were there, or did you go to the thing? Uh, they want to know you. This is personal. This, this is a, uh, this is, yeah, I, I can't take any credit for the voice. That was just, I, everybody says my dad and I sound alike. But, but you love engineer. baseball. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you did Pensacola. Yep. And then before that? I was in uh, the Quad Cities. I did a couple of years there. Uh, Cardinals affiliate. I worked for a Braves affiliate for uh, spent some time in indie ball. So you're kind of witness protection program. Sure, You've yeah. moved around. I have. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, I've, I've had eight different names. Every stuff I get in that stuff. All right. But, uh, you know what yeah. it is? It's a play. It's calling what's on the field. It's That's being right. able to tell here's a friend. And, you know, you just keep it there. And you, and it's a great game. It's something that everybody does. I, I mean, I watch baseball with the sound off. You know, because right. I don't need all the information. <laughs> Somebody asked me, what's Milo and what's my, what was my launch angle? If it went over the fence, I had great velo and I had a great launch. I mean, there was and everything you needed. There were 400 of them. I mean, it went over the fence. I mean, what's the launch? What's, your, the what's your launch angle for the trash? I mean, you know, it's like when yeah. your wife says, take the trash out. What's your, yeah. what's your launch for the trash bag? Well, the exit velo is. Talk about where we are. This is really a nice place to be. The Johnny Bench Show. No, this is the Holy Grail. Jimmy's over here. Johnny asking the questions. Rob, right Butcher, Rob Butcher is here tonight, folks. Rob. Fresh off a visit to wow, the World Rob Series. Gets, 
Right. We got uh, Bill, the voice of God, Joe Zeri. Well, Joe, here. yes, yes. You want to talk about guys with voice? <laughs> yeah, well, they don't get any better than that. Yeah, I know. I know. Can you imagine I'm just sort of ordering dinner? Yes, I'd like to have a side with a medium rare, and I'd like to have now, buddy. Now here comes the here comes the sides. Italy sides tonight. We've got steak, or you have mashed potato. Are we breaking already? We are. Yeah. Are you yeah. going? I'm leaving because I got to be over there. So some wonderful people who are donating. How many people in tickets? All, All right. right. Thank clapping. you very much. Seven people held up their hand. <laughs> hey, man. And you're clapping? Yeah, I'm clapping because those are the no. backbone of the orchestra. Right, but we got to have these guys sit their butts in the seats out there and enjoy the game and read it. And no we've got so many great uh, promotions this year. But while I'm talking, let's go to break here. As we from the Holy Grail, this is our first hot seat. I'm here with Jim and Tom and uh, Greg. I'm with the these two guys. <laughs> And they seem enjoying themselves. It's their first time. We'll be right back after this. Gentlemen, give up for Johnny Bitch. Johnny Bitch. Our guest tonight. We're back after this. We're by Budweiser and UDF. The Holy Grail Banks. This is the Reds Hot League presented by Budweiser and UDF. The Reds Holiday Gift Pack is on sale now, starting only $40. This year's gift pack includes four credits good toward any combination of games and an exclusive Buddy the Elf bobblehead. Purchase your Reds Holiday Gift Pack today at Reds Kiosk located in Kenwood Town or at Reds.com slash holiday. Some restrictions. It's a great bobblehead, by the way. A lot of good bobbleheads coming yep. here. I don't think we'll get to all those today. Uh, we might. Uh, we, we do have a caller on the line. We do have time left to take your calls at 513-747-7000 is our number. And Sam in Indiana standing by. Sammy, what you got? Hey, I want to ask about Josh Van Meter. Where do you put next year? I... I I think he's a guy that gives you some depth on the bench. I mean, I don't, I, I've seen some articles written that him as an option at second base. I don't know that he's necessary day option. I, I think he came up, he played well, but he gives you versatility off the bench. I, I don't think he's blow anybody away with his defense. He'll give you some good. He did do that. Um, he yeah. cooled off, though, towards the end. But to me, he's, he's a utility guy off the bench. I would agree with that. Uh, and he's a guy that can certainly, if you have an injury, uh, or if you need to give a, a dreaded Johnny Bench day off, uh, <laughs> a guy that can step in there. He brings a left-handed bat. He now has a year under his belt of experience. The Liggery Matt a little bit, as Tommy said, he trailed off a little. You're going to have to put up with some defensive lapses, uh, depending on where he plays, particularly if he's in the outfield. I base is probably his best position, but that's those positions that's um, kind of up in the air. If they can upgrade in center field, then you're probably going to send Zell move back to second base. And if that right. happens, Zell's in there every day, uh, if it's healthy. Um, so, but he's one of those guys that brings depth. And again, if you're a left-handed bat and get on base, which he did particularly early on in his Reds, uh, then you're in business. I think the bench, if they can go out and get some guys in free agency or via trade, the bench will be one of the strengths next year when I you have Mike Van Meter and maybe a Freddie Galvis on the bench if he's not your starting shortstop or second base. Just, I just think he's just fun to watch. Uh, I, and I, he's a local boy from my area. I great kid, great kid. He's a big person and yeah. great personality. And I think he'd be good. Um, he'd be, he's a good leader. I think he'd be a good leader even on the ball club, even, even if he's on the bench. So, you know, he's just... Yeah, we have some of the veteran players were very with this recognition of the strike zone and how his intelligence at the plate was far a rookie at the major league level. So veterans were impressed with him. Yeah, I thought there were three guys that last year that kind of had that same trait. I, th I thought, and this was never in his time in the minor leagues, Aristides Kino, he was never 
you know, for his strike zone discipline ever. But but he he but I thought that was a big improvement in his game. Uh, Nixon Zell had great knowledge of the strike zone as well when he got to the big league level. So that was that was something that I thought was encouraging from a developmental standpoint. You had three guys that came to the big leagues, burst onto the scene, and had the idea when they came to the plate. I was more impressed when a kid walks. Oh, okay. and then he you know we know he has to home runs when he runs into it. It's going to stay hit as. But when he would work walks or would keep into the count, maybe a 7-8 right. pitch at bat, and then if it's a blue single, whatever, I was more impressed with that that we saw from him rather than hitting the home runs we know going to come. Um, but he, again, is another question. There's no way he's going to duplicate what he did in August. Lee kind of figured him out in September. So a keynote you're going to get, if you're going to get half or three-quarters of what you saw in August, then, yeah, he can play right field every and he can play in the middle of the lineup. But he's another question there, which Aquino are you going to get? Because throughout his career, we had not seen these numbers before 2019 or the consistency. So he's unfortunately one of the question marks. Sam, thanks for the phone call. Appreciate you tuning in. And uh, I think that's, that is that is a big question mark because and I think a lot is made of the Reds outfield or more so specifically center field for the Reds. Seems like that's the position when you look at upgrading the out, the one that, that everybody oh, even talks left field. about. But, yeah, what, who's the field position? Right. I, I, Just don't. I mean, you have Jesse Winker there, but he has, not, he has had injury problems since now has had injury problems. Yeah. Aquino, the question I talked about. I think that's a big so one. So if you have a chance to up at any of those positions, you pull the foot if you want to win in 2020. They need left-handed power from the outfield spots yeah. or somewhere in the lineup in a power. Right now, their power is coming from Suarez, no, both right-handed bats. Votto's a left-handed bat. He's not going to give you the power. Sinzel, right, not going to give you the power. So you need, if you can get a outfitter, particularly in left field, to hit left, to hit in the middle of the lineup, be consistent and play a hit 25 to 35 home runs, that is what they are dying for right uh, now. Nate has seen a ton as far as perhaps Reds wish is Nicholas Castellanos, but he's a guy that I think would fit in really well, not only in the lineup, but also in the... He would. I mean, it is, you know, the ballpark itself as far as hitting home runs, but uh, when the Reds go out west and to go to the bigger ballparks, you need guys to get right. and, and move runners along, and they, they run too much on the home run ball the last seasons. Right. And I, you know, that game's going, that's where we're trending, but I particularly would like to see him get the guys that put the ball in play and contact him. Well, I think that's, what, uh, you don't have to look very far to find teams that have obsessed with that recipe. Washington Nationals won a World Series. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So it's, it's interesting, but we'll see what, what moves the Reds make. All right, we've got a, a live mic question coming up. We've got one more segment to go. It's the enough. Reds Hot Stove League show live from the whole banks presented by Budweiser and UDF, and we're back after this. Welcome back to the Reds Hot Stove League. We are back at the Holy Grail Banks presented by Budweiser and EF. The Holy Grail Banks and Budweiser proud to sponsor the Reds Hot Stove League. Grab your buds for our next show on Wednesday, November 13th, with specials on Bud and Light Buckets at the Holy Grail Banks, Cincinnati's home for along with Jim Day. I'm Tommy Thraw. Great with you on the first Hot Stove League show of the year. Talking Reds baseball, and we've got Greg here at Grail that's got a question for us. Greg, what do you got? Um, we were kind of impressed with Jose Iglesias last year, and we were wondering where and it might fit into the Reds' plan for 2020. All right, great question. And, uh, well, it's I, up to me. Uh, well, <laughs> I, you're not alone in people that were impressed with yeah. Jose Iglesias. Um, I think when he's evaluated and, and when the Reds brass made him, they look at the numbers, and I would say it's fool's gold because he did hit really well 
towards 300. He, he's pretty close to a hitter for his career. He just doesn't hit the ball with a lot of it. So when they look at it, his hits necessarily um, that he's not driving into the gap. So say he gets a hit with a guy at second, hit really well with runners in scoring position last year. Angle that blips into the outfield might not necessarily produce. Um, so I think those are kind of the some relative things that they look at when they're looking and evaluating a guy like Jose Iglesias. There's no question his defense was happening. Um, if they can get him again at a bargain like they have here, I think they'll take him in a heartbeat. I don't know that you'll get the same out of him uh, this go-around that you got last year. I love Jose Iglesias. Being around him was terrific. I've seen a better defensive short shortstop in a long than him. Uh, he's going to bring uh, ability. And if, for me, uh, being the older to me, I want my shortstop to be outstanding defensive. Whatever I can do offensively is a bonus. But if you're going down, he does not get on base enough. You can't. Two strikes, you... There's not a pitch he won't swing at. <laughs> he doesn't take a lot of walks. Uh, so that's we're talking about fool's gold a, a little bit. Uh, I've already picked up the option on Freddie Galvis. I think it's like a million dollars. And Iglesias might be in that range. So do you want to spend that $5 million? Then when you have Galvis, a similar player, or do you spend that on the bullpen or to upgrade your offense? That's that they have to deal with. If you have Iglesias at shortstop, you can't have Galvis at second base. They get on base enough as a tandem. So... We're going to see. Uh, free agency is going to be very better. And I love Jose Iglesias. You won't get me, me to say much about it. Right. Thanks for the question. Yeah, thanks okay. for the thanks question. Thanks a lot. Yeah, and thank you for showing up. That's all the time we have for today. Our first here at the Holy Grail Banks for Jim Day and our Johnny Bench. Also for the broadcast here of Dave Keaton. Back I'm Tommy Thrall. We'll see you next week. Same place here on the Reds Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.